tukis. That's the crumbs the on the bottom of the barrel. By the of your tukis. Uh, you actually have a lot of skin on the tukis. That's not really a very good expression. Oh, oh, oh. Skin of teeth. Okay. There's not really any skin on the teeth. That's I got you. the point. So you, I know rhetorical uh, uh, techniques are a mystery to Stephen. <laughs> kind of like Matt. <laughs> well, I'm smarter in other ways, Kevin. I, okay. I have other I don't, talents. I, I don't doubt that. I, I've never doubted can that. Can you juggle? Yes, I can, actually. No, you can't. Uh, only three items. I can't go more than three. You can, you can traditionally juggle three items? Yeah. Bowling balls? No. Okay. Me. Can you juggle three bowling no, balls? Okay. No. But I, just, I just figured. <laughs> what what does that figured, have to do with anything? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just figured, like, you'll go, sure, and whip out three bowling balls and no, drop actually, it on your toe or something. I have a cousin who's a, a pilot for Alaska Airlines. Uh-huh. And you have a lot of pilots in your family. You, you do, I do, and uh, I so far it hasn't paid off on free airfare yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someday maybe, um, but no, he, uh, he when he was going to flight school, they had a lot of downtime when you know bad weather would come in, mm-hmm. and so he he kept he he bought three traditional juggling balls mm-hmm. uh, off the internet, kept them in his little briefcase. Anytime he was delayed somewhere, he'd sit there and work on his on his technique. And uh, he he can do like I think it's like six or eight or something. I mean he, he yeah. can get a, an unseemly amount of yeah. stuff going in the air. Well, we hate those people. Uh, no, and I, he flies. I, I'm, I'm impressed yeah. with him actually. But uh, <laughs> it, 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 when he's bored, he juggles six or eight items, and then for a really good time, he flies. You know, a seven forty seven. That's right. That's yeah. exactly what he does. Uh-huh. So, and he just made captain. So, congratulations to cousin cousin Jerry. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome to Saturday night. He's Stephen Baldwin. I'm Kevin McCullough. Uh, and it is Baldwin McCullough live. <clears throat> Odd that we would call the show that. Uh, but nonetheless, if you haven't done it yet, though, friends, you've got to go tonight to the brand new BaldwinMcCullough.com website. Because it's killer. You know what? It looks awesome. Yeah, I have to go there, too. Okay, you go there, too. Cause do you need an internet connection? I have something to do with it. So I should at least take a look. You probably should. Should I get off the Wi-Fi, dude, and pl- uh, unplug this? Yeah, in? get off the Wi-Fi. Uh, Use the hard line. It's but faster. Story, but this is this is Jackie. This Nobody is the story of my life. About no, stop. but this is like I show up here, and Late. it's just I was on time. No, two minutes before we go on the air is not on time. Do you know why? Thirty minutes before we go on the air would be on time. I was ready to walk out the door at eight yeah, o'clock. I, to it be it here doesn't matter. I knew early. you'd have an, a, a, and an excuse. Said. I cooked you dinner. You're not leaving till you eat the meal that I've prepared and, for you. And, and it was probably a half hour after she prepared it. And I said, "No, honey, I can't <laughs> be late. Not. You did not because Kevin you gets upset when I'm late. Not. You did not say and that. She said, "You are boldface. You, you, a man of God, sit here right we, on the radio, lying your face off." Uh, do you want to call her right now? <laughs> she said, "Tell Kevin." Blame it on me. You're eating the sausage. Oh, and so peppers. she doesn't respect me any more than you do. This no. is very comforting. <laughs> and you offered to babysit my kid. Now, how should I interpret that? Oh, but just, <sighs> just I just need one babysitting session to unleash <laughs> the, the power, genius, the power of Baldwin, the genius on baby James. On baby James. Well, he's already got like a little Kukla, Fran, and Ollie kind of thing going on. He kind of looks at you a little sideways. You know, he looks at you like. Well, we had a we had a big day in the McCullough house today. The yeah. lovely bride spent her first night away from baby James wow. in his entire life wow. last last night. Awesome. Dad and Dad and baby James were all on their own. I didn't burn the house down. I know you told. I me I made this. some made some DiGiorno. 
Right. And we, we had pizza and we watched NC2A March Madness. <laughs> now, he's got this cool thing. What I did was I, I moved his uh, high chair uh, into the living room so he could see the – because he likes, he likes basketball. He likes the, the movement mm-hmm. and there's color. Okay, mm-hmm. And so he's just fascinated with it. And in recent weeks, he's been running around the living room with one of his play balls. And he'll, he'll like reach up as far as he can against the wall and then he'll drop it. And I, I, I kid you not, I think he's shooting a free throw. No, I think he's trying to slam. Well, whatever it's 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 something with with a ball that do a little slam kind of looks like basketball, and I did coach the sport for a little while, so they would he would come by it naturally. But he was today we're eating lunch before mommy gets home, and I'm like handing him food, and he just opens his mouth and moves his head in the general direction of the fork, hoping to land on it because he couldn't take his eye off the game. Really? So Gonzaga and Ohio State are going yeah. at it, and he's like, uh, wow. That's he, cool, though. But he never stops watching the movement of the ball. I'm 6'2". Lovely Bride's 5'7". And is there anyone in your history, grandparents, this, that, that are taller? Um, my grandfather was 6'1". I don't know much uh, beyond him. Um, but I, I have a feeling this kid's going to be long. Yeah. Long and so lean. Yeah. I have I have a uh, cousin, actually first cousin, who is my mom's sister's oldest child. And he is 6'6". Six, six. So, there I, you go. Yeah, we're going to have... We'll probably have some height. Wouldn't that be something? Because the lovely bride's not short either. Anyway, uh, so there it is. There's the whole weekend review for Baldwin and McCullough, as interesting as that may be. Okay, so um, our number again. 888-340-3373. And if you go to baldwinmccullough.com, uh, Alex put it on the homepage just so that if you're lost, you can always look it up. Okay. It's, it's right there on the homepage. Well, then there you go. Now and I know that. People that come to the homepage can also call 888-340-3373. Uh, have an interesting uh, topic we want to kick off when we come right back from this first break. And that is, uh, is, it, is, it, is it just me uh, or, or am I missing something uh, these days? Uh, is it just me or is, 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 our, is the dignity with which we conduct our debate just kind of flying out the window. Um, you know, I was at CPAC this year. I talked about how we how we have the debate and how we talk about things and how we present ourselves, and that was pretty well received. Um, this week, uh, in fact, last night, CeeLo Green, who's that little, really short guy on The Voice, like seriously, he's half the height of Christina Aguilera, <laughs> and she's and she's a shrimp to begin with. So he's he's like I don't know a half a shrimp. But he's really short, and he wears the wild glasses, and uh, he he did a song that uh, if you do, if you've never heard the original album, and I haven't either, but I knew I knew the story of the song. It actually was titled "F You." Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in talk about it when we come back. Told you Stay with us. Cares Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35 percent, but on average, about 27 percent off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to CaresProject.com. That's CaresProject.com, and print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. For you, is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want to be? 
you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? I say look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com. Congressman Paul, who's right? (laughs) I think they're all wrong. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. Caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com. All right, it's uh, Baldwin McCullough, and evidently we had some technical problems in the first segment that nobody told me about until we were in the commercial break. (laughs) Uh, Let's go for a whole 16 minutes before we say anything. Uh, Zachy, Ivan, uh, you're the producers. This would be your job. Stand on your head in the hallway until you get my attention next time, please. Thank you. Uh, Anyway, 22 minutes after the hour. 
So uh, just before we're going to break, I was explaining last night. Uh, and, and by the way, the president had five fundraisers on uh, f- the Friday of this week. I think it was five fundraisers on our that's that's on our uh, that's like five campaign stops on our dime. Yeah, he's doing the he's doing the work of the of the presidency. Sure. While campaigning. Yeah. Anyway, he rounded things out on Friday night by uh, having a little uh, event where CeeLo Green, and I told you he's the little short guy on The Voice on NBC, and uh, he sings real high. That's that's the way he sings. He's just a real, real high singer. Sure. Um, but anyway, he, he had the song, and a lot of people didn't know this, but when he wrote the original version of it, it was F-U, the F word, the, the, the queen mother of all swear words, as it was once called in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they couldn't get that played on American radio, so they changed the word to forget you because that's more acceptable. And it somewhat communicates the same idea. Right. Somewhat. Not nearly as profanely. So according to uh, a couple of sources that were at the event last night, CeeLo Green comes out. And, you know, when he did the song, and I think it won a Grammy, at least it was done on the Grammy show a couple of years ago, last year. Um, and he did it as a duet with Gwyneth Paltrow, and they did it on Glee. And the song has been all over the place. It was a huge song with the word forget you in the place of where the other word goes. Mm-hmm. So last night at a presidential fundraiser with President Obama in attendance, the mighty high-singing midget of Southtown, CeeLo Green, um, comes out and says, and he starts to sing the song. And, and at the first place where the word would be used, he didn't sing anything. It just went blank. And so people thought, oh, maybe there's something wrong with his microphone. No, 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 no. Instead of singing something, he looked right at the camera that was broadcasting the event, and he shoots him the middle finger. That was the first time. Then there's a musical bridge, and before it got around to where the other the, the word would be used the second time, he says, and I want to make sure I get his exact quote because this is how it was quoted today. Uh, he said the following, <clears throat> can I curse? It's very important that I get that exactly right. Right. So he yells into his microphone while he's doing the song, can I curse? Just as loud as he could. And then he sa- then he says the word that he's not supposed to say. In the song. In the song, President Obama in attendance. This is a fundraiser for his for his campaign. Sure. All right. And so and then later in the song he converts back to singing the radio edit version. The so clean, does he ever the clean say version. the F word? Yes. He just said I just told you he right. did. Okay. So the first time he shoots the bird, this then he goes, Can I curse? The next time, next couple of times, he says the bad word. Right. With President Obama in attendance. And then later goes into the, the, the clean version of the song. Right. And sings the rest of it the clean way. Right. Now, I'm reading this story today, and I'm, say, I'm asking myself the question. And, and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm being actually just <laughs> flat out honest. Am I from another planet? Don't answer too quickly. But but there there was a time. That's my job, but go ahead. There was a time when if something like that was going to be done, 
a presidential campaign would have stayed as far away as possible from some sort of display like that. There was a thing called dignity in which people said, well, as the uh, moral representative of the people of the United States and the presidency is a it's it's a moral standpoint, we we give it authority. We we entrust it to do good things. So we've said, okay, the presidency is a moral place. There would be, and and I even think it's a little bit different if you've not achieved the presidency yet. You're just running for it the first time, okay? And and so you're you're a rookie on the campaign trail, and your campaign advisor books a musician that does that pulls a stunt like this, blah 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 blah. But and I, and I'm not even mad at Obama about this. I'm I'm curious. I'm not even mad at CeeLo about it. I'm I'm be befuddled at what has happened with our culture. Because I'm pretty sure there were families in attendance, and I'm pretty sure there were kids there, and I'm pretty sure that there were people, I don't know, under the age of 13, and it was being televised somewhere because he goes, blum, 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 to the camera. Mm-hmm. And and in the back of my mind, I'm going, is, is, is all what we used to call dignity, has it just died? Are we a culture that just doesn't, even know what dignity is anymore mm-hmm. and this isn't a partisan thing and if a republican had done the same thing i would be having this same conversation right because for me it's not an issue of democrat versus republican on this but what i want to know from those of you that are that are listening tonight 888-340-3373 has dignity died in our public discourse in our in the way we conduct our business uh, should the president have gotten up and walked out? Stephen and I talked about it earlier. I'll let him give his opinion here in a second. Um, uh, should 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 CeeLo have been wrestled and taken off the stage for, for pulling that stuff? Should there have been an apology by the campaign to the families in attendance? I mean, last week we were we were kind of crying and moaning about the lack of dignity with David Axelrod planning to go on the Bill Maher show. And you know what? A lot of people spread that message. And David Axelrod canceled that appearance this week. Right. Now, that's been replaced with CeeLo going F you to the whole wide world at, a, at an Obama fundraiser. Now, was there no media coverage of this whatsoever? No, well, of course there was. That's how it got out. Right. So that's what I want to know. 888-340-3373. Are we such a crass world? And is it never going back? Is it never, is it never going back the other direction? That's what that's what I want to know. 888-340-3373. And does that make me the weirdo for for wondering if it's a bad thing that our culture is at this place? For my own stupid guy edification. Yeah. Was there any liberal media that covered this and said Actually, that was wrong? Well, I don't know if they said it was wrong, but the story that I originally got it from mediaite.com, they tend to be more left left of center than right of center. Right. So at least they were saying what it was. Um, he, he, they didn't really take a, a moral position. They didn't say, oh, well, this was terrible and it should never have. They just reported what happened. Right. Um, so 888-340-3373. Has dignity up and completely died? I want to know. 888-340-3373. Now, Stephen, you go to a lot of celebrity things. Yeah. Next hour, we're going to talk about Hunger Games. You were at that last week. Um, you and your daughters at a fundraiser for a Republican candidate that something like this happens at, what do you do? What does Stephen Baldwin do if you're if you're attending that night? 
in 15 seconds? What, what do you do? What's your plan? Uh, after overcoming the shock of it, probably would have left. And you would have actually have been shocked. I would have been shocked. Yeah. All right. No question. All right. Would anybody else have been shocked? I want to know. 888-340-3373. Taking your calls next. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com. I'm Hannah. This is my story, and it's not what you think. Provident Films and Samuel Goldwyn present October Baby. Well, three weeks ago, I found out that my entire life is a lie, so I went on a trip. If you find your mother, what would you say? I'm just, I'm just curious. I don't know. From award-winning directors John and Andrew Irwin, a movie about one girl's amazing journey to discover her hidden past. This is my only chance to find out who I really am. I know where your birth mother is. I'm starting to think that I shouldn't have found out about all of this. To find the true power of forgiveness. Why didn't she want me? What's so wrong with me? You have the power to forgive, to choose to forgive. And remind us that every life is beautiful. I didn't see no tissue. I just saw the face of a child. October Baby. In theaters March 23rd. Rated PG-13. Consider the coffee bean. Ever since the dawn of mankind, never has there been a more powerful and potent tool to help you and me get out of bed and do what we need to do on a day-to-day basis. So if you enjoy your coffee, I want you to check out More Than Coffee when you click on TheBingeThinker.com. By going to More Than Coffee and clicking the button, you'll find all kinds of tasty coffees from Costa Rica to Jamaica to Sub-Saharan Africa, across every continent of the globe, be able to order the best
best tasting brands available and for every bag you purchase two dollars will be donated to extreme charities go to things like feeding hungry kids or getting bibles into the hands of those who can't get them in any other way please check out more than coffee and enjoy something much more important with your next cup compliments of extreme charities more than coffee at thebingethinker.com and don't forget to select extreme charities before you check out more than coffee at thebingethinker.com. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough Live. I'm Stephen Baldwin. He's Kevin McCullough. Our number, 888-340-3373. Talking about CeeLo Green singing on an Obama fundraiser. Just looking around on the Internet here. It turns out Tyler Perry, uh, they did it at his movie studio in Hollywood. He hosted the event, Tyler Perry. Huh. Well-known, successful Hollywood filmmaker. Has branded himself in a very positive way, but, you know, also considered to be one of the outspoken Christian filmmakers in the Hollywood community, huh. Tyler Perry, uh, actually spoke at Whitney Houston's funeral. Yes, I, I remember that. And when he spoke, it was, I mean, went into a whole, I mean, it was almost like he was preaching a sermon. Right. I remember you saying that because I only saw the, uh, the Costner eulogy. I didn't, right. I didn't see what came before it. And evidently, Tyler Perry had gone just before him. Uh, on that uh, on that particular occasion. So here we go. We we got a Christian president, Barack Obama, Christian host Tyler Perry, and they're doing this event. And and here comes CeeLo Green. Well, and let's let's take a listen to exactly how it went down. This was evidently uh, what it sounded like. Uh, take a listen to this. That's where he. Flip the can of curse, flip the bird. Oh, say, say, and then ain't that some excrement? That's what he said there. So, so here's my question, and it's in friends this is not a beat up on obama or even CeeLo necessarily this is a question about our culture this is a question about what we accept this is a question about what we allow ourselves to be exposed to and i want to know am i from another planet well i'm curious about this i want to know if malia and sasha now are bopping down the halls of the white house singing that song they, with the same they, lyrics they probably were bopping to the radio version before because it was a it was a popular well, no, no, no. song. It's one thing for them to be bopping to the radio version, but I want to know if they were there, you know. And now this is okay. Are Sasha and Malia bopping down the halls of the White House now, singing the you know "F you, F you, F, you know"? Is is it's it's an interesting. Uh, it's an I guess interesting... it's okay. Let's let's talk about it. Triple eight three four zero. Three three seven three. Calling from okay. from Tampa, Florida. Rick's the first to weigh in tonight. Hello, Rick. Welcome. You're on Baldwin McCullough Live. Thanks, guys. It seems like I catch you guys every Saturday on my way home, and I get the call in every once in a while. How are you guys doing? We're good. good. How are you doing? Thanks for listening. Everything you're saying, I'm laughing out loud here, but right away it brought to my mind the old uh, 
Steve Miller band lyrics from back in the day, going through the funky kicks going down in the city. It's how they would change the song on the radio. Remember that? Absolutely. Using the, the word, right? So it goes back to that. What I'm, what I, I, you're, of course, you're not crazy thinking that. It's totally, the society totally gone down the drain with allowing words and accepting them. But if you go back to Ephesians chapter 4, where uh, 29 to 32, where Paul makes the case as believers not to let any wholesome talk come out of your mouth and all that, I think inevitably all of us, when we first get saved, one of the first things, at least, you, right away you find offensive when you hear God's name used in vain, you hear swear words, it just seems like the Holy Spirit quickens your mind. Right, but Rick, 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 hold on, hold on. But you're talking to thousands of people that don't have any religious persuasion at all. And my oh, no, question no, no, is, my question is a larger one. I, I, I understand and have an appreciation for everything you're saying. Because as a person of faith, uh, you know, my kids are going to be raised in a certain environment. But when you go to no, a, no, 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 when you no, go no, to no, a public no, event. No, what I'm saying is that right. in our church up north, we had our teenagers a couple of years back started to have this movement of where they felt they had the freedom, as Paul talked about, <laughs> to use words. And that's what I'm getting at. They would use words like S word and F words because they were just words. Okay. And they were acceptable to them and they would have fun with it. And it would make us cringe because they were like, oh, no, we're allowed. We have the freedom in Christ. We could say those words. They're just words. God knows our heart. So, I mean, it stemmed even from that type of growing up that they were starting to use those words. The society as a whole is totally, the secular world has totally accepted every word like that. And it's almost so much used now that it has lost its degradingness, saltiness, which it should have. And it's just lost it, and now it's accepted actually in the president's prisons, which is amazing. Well, and that's in that Rick. Great observations. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Here's what I want to know, based on what Rick just said, and I really want to know this, Stephen, from an atheist or from someone who's an anti-God person tonight. Is it possible to have a secularly, morally clean society? Because what Rick's saying is, it, look. Even the religious people have slidden down the path to hell. Like, you, we're not going to get a, a clean universe back. I want to know what you think. 888-340-3373. Of the cold, the flu, even the bronchitis. Have you made too many trips to the doctor? And are you finding that they're getting more and more expensive? Perhaps you have incomplete coverage for your family's health care needs, and you're looking for ways to save on dental, eye care, chiropractic, homeopathic, and other things that most traditional insurances don't cover. What if I told you you could have a doctor standing by 365 days a year for your needs by phone that can give you a consultation and write you a prescription and send it to your pharmacy. What if I told you all of these services would be found in one simple source, the Family Health Passport. For the cost of one doctor's visit, you can give all of this coverage to your family right now. So get online and go to caresproject.com. Click the funny green button at the bottom of the page that says Family Health Passport and discover for yourself just how valuable this passport tool can be for your family's health. That's caresproject.com and click the green button called Family Health Passport. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. You, is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? I 
say, look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. You've heard the 19 debate, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Not- Get all the details at thebingethinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. Thebingethinker.com. Congressman Paul, who's right? <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs> Best-selling author and nationally syndicated radio host, Danny Johnson. Why is it important to groom the next generation for success? 14,000 hours of schooling that you and I had from kindergarten just to the 12th grade. Not a single class was on financial wisdom. Not a single hour teaching us the difference between wise and foolish spending. Teaching us really the price that credit card debt really pays on an individual and a family. Not a single class on how to become an entrepreneur, start your own business. Not a single class on even how to motivate and work with other individuals. Not a single class in those areas. And so why is it important to groom the next generation for success? Because right now society is grooming the next generation for accidental failure. Why not discover for yourself the proven strategies for raising the next generation of leaders? Grooming the Next Generation for Success, the book exclusively at dannyjohnson.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. It's Baldwin McCullough Live, and we're glad you're with us on a Saturday night. I'm Kevin McCullough, Fox News, Talk Radio, etc., etc. He's Stephen Baldwin, Hollywood, TV. All those places, etc., etc. All kinds of kooky stuff. And we want to say a big thank you tonight to Carol McIntyre. Carol is a children's book uh, author, and she has just released uh, her uh, new, uh, what we hope is uh, very soon to be a best-selling kids' title. And if there was ever a need for such a book as this, and those of you in the chat room, you'll get a first peek at it. It's called Prayer Is. And it literally is is a book bedtime. I've already uh, used it with baby James a little bit, um, where you can read it at bedtime, and it teaches kid kids all about the value of everything about prayer, where you can pray, who you can pray for, why you pray, uh, all the things that are in need of prayer, different postures you can have while you pray, uh, awesome. and it's it's a really it's a really cool tool to That's teach your awesome. kids about prayer. And Carol is uh, a brand new sponsor to uh, Baldwin McCullough Live. And if you uh, if you're interested in this book, 
and you're going to be hearing uh, commercials for it and so forth. And she's going to be on this show probably in a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, the book is called Prayer Is. If you go to baldwinmccullough.com tonight and you click on the Prayer Is button that's on that page, half the price of what it costs at Amazon to get the book, you can get at baldwinmccullough.com. So go to baldwinmccullough.com and click on the Prayer Is book, Carol McIntyre. And if it's easier for you to dial an 800 number, let me just give you that. It's uh, 888-234-0519. 888-234-0519. One more time. Grab your pencil. 888-234-0519. If you'd like to get uh, this lovely, beautiful book uh, that teaches your children how to pray. Now, I wonder if kids were praying last night when they got home from the CeeLo Green concert. <laughs> Stephen, nothing sets up the contrast for why we're talking about this any better than that segue. Here we've got a children's author very concerned about what's going into the minds of our children and they're teaching them how to pray. And then on the other hand, we got Tyler Perry and President Obama hosting a fundraiser, which CeeLo comes out and says, can I curse? That's not even part of the, the lyrics to the song, but he asked the crowd, can I curse? And then does. And nobody stopped him. And if you missed it earlier, this is a little what it sounded like. A clip anyway. Take a listen. Flips the bird. Can I curse? And this was this was last night at a fundraiser for the president and. And, Stephen, you said, well, let's take a call, and then I want to get what you were just talking about in the break, because we, I hadn't thought about the first daughters, but they are young kids. So how do you respond there? We'll talk about that in a second. Let's go to line seven, because uh, Mike is in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Mike, welcome. You're on with Baldwin and McCullough. Glad you're here. Hey, happy St. Patty's Day to you, gentlemen. And the luck Same of the Irish be with you. Hey, I'm going to see if it was okay to cuss like an Irish potato farmer. On no, 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 okay, okay. no, 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 I know the subject. Listen, uh, I want to make a comment that uh, I guess the subject is, is has we, have we lost dignity as a nation when something like this is, an accept, is acceptable to happen at a, at a presidential function? You know, I think it's a lot more foul than a curse word is the hypocrisy that we have coming out of the highest office in our nation where our leader has the guts to stand before us all and lecture us, as he, as he often does, and say we need a more civil discourse. And yet when it comes to, you know, lining your uh, re-election coffers with money, all of a sudden uh, activity like, you know, you guys are documenting tonight with CeeLo Green with him cursing at a White House uh, function, a presidential function, a White House, or, uh, you know, accepting a million dollars from a donor that calls women C-U-N-T-S. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And, and, and it's, all justifi it's all justified because, well, he's a comedian. I mean, did you guys catch Charles Schumer the other day? He was another one of my favorite guys. What did he say? I don't, know, I don't know what you're referring to. Well, when they, when they confronted him about, you know, the uh, Democratic Party and their leader, President Obama, accepting donations from somebody like Bill Maher. Uh, uh, Bill Maher that, that donates a million dollars, and, and he's well. That, that's a you know he, he wrote it off because Bill Maher Maher is a comedian. <laughs> and well, you, know, you know, one thing I haven't heard is anybody confront them and say, "Look, you know, you want to jump on Rush Limbaugh's back? Rush Limbaugh's an entertainer. How do you think he makes the money he does?" Well, yeah, and what happened? And and Rick to answer, uh, you know, tit for tat, what happened to the Bill Cosby's of the world that didn't say this kind of stuff? 
They were comedians. They Bill Cosby has a has a doctorate in the English language. And why hasn't Bill Cosby come forward in the media to renounce this? Well, reality? this just happened last night. But, that, but that's you see, you see I mean, my point. It just happened last but night. But you see my point because to to what the caller saying, I'm sitting here saying this is disgusting. Well, t- tell us what you were saying. Thanks, Rick, for the call. Tell Thanks, us what Rick. you were saying in the break about uh, because I hadn't thought about this about the the first daughters and the president. Well, I was saying that you know to what Rick was just saying too. You, you know. It, it, there's such hypocrisy here. There's such hypocrisy. For Obama to pretend, and now you see photos all over the Internet of pretty little family pictures of him and, you know, uh, uh, this new movie, the documentary that's come out now and how, you know, uh, I promised you hope and change in the first four years, but I had to save the world, and now in the next four years, you're going to get it. So the thing that just, that just uh, I mean, your question about integrity and, and 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 it's just the fact that no one comes forward immediately. Like the minute Celo's off the stage. They, they should have stopped the whole event. And a representative for the president should have said, just like to apologize to the moms and the children in the audience, blah, 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 blah. Because by not doing it, in my opinion, the president's condoning it. He's saying, but you can't apologize to, to the moms because now you're saying that they're weaker than the men that what, are in attendance. Whatever it is. <laughs> but my point is... right. By not saying anything to address the fact that it's wrong, it's blatantly wrong for the office of the presidency to to be accepting of this kind of behavior at a presidential event. It can it it it, it says it's okay, and if that's the case, and I'm not trying to be funny, I, I, I'm I'm obviously I would I can't imagine Sasha and Malia walking around singing this song with the F word in it. I couldn't imagine that i in the name of god i pray that that's not the case but it makes me wonder it, it, it's if, if i'm president obama and the next day one of the kids what turns the corner and they're going f you what what does he say does he go hey oh, hey, oh, hey. You're, you're gonna go to your room let me be clear but then they say but dad i was with you last night and you didn't say anything about we it we were chilling that is interesting hanging with tyler perry and CeeLo, it was okay then. That is interesting. I hadn't thought about that. All right, more of your calls. 888 Is dignity dead? In today's ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills, through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, then it's time for you to go to First Steps to Success. Go to DannyJohnson.com for all of the details. That's D-A-N-I Johnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. 
Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. Caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com. Saturday night. Baldwin McCullough Live. I'm Stephen Baldwin. He's Kevin McCullough. And this is CeeLo Green from last night. Flips the bird. Can I curse? Can I curse? Just a change in my Man, he just can't stop himself. Can I cuss? He can't it's stop cuss. himself. What's, well, can I cuss? He said curse, but... Can I cuss? But every time he said one thing, it was like you had to say it like two more times to, to really get yeah. to... Just make sure you, you knew what lyric he was singing there. 888 Some of you want to weigh in on this. Let's take your calls, and let's go next to uh, Howard in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Hello, Howard. Welcome to Baldwin McCullough Live. Glad you're here. Well, I hope I don't sound like that, but uh, <laughs> with a southern accent. But anywho, thanks for taking my call. So. Absolutely. <laughs> I like southern accents. We try. What's your problem? We try. I love the North Carolina. You didn't do a good job. But <laughs> Doggone it. Too much Texan in me. <laughs> but anywho, uh, like I say, I, I, I get your show periodically as uh, Last weekend and again this weekend, I didn't even know who CeeLo Green was even on the planet until you brought his name up, and then you kind of clarified it with uh, Tyler Perry doing the whole thing. And, and I will say this: I am an, an American with African heritage and a Republican. Uh, Tyler Perry uh, and his Madea things—that's his 
forte uh, all the bugger stuff and uh, you can talk like a duck you can walk like a duck but uh, it'll eventually show up that you're not a duck right and uh, right. I don't think our president nor Tyler Perry have the slightest inclination who Jesus Christ is that's just my opinion well Howard give, given all that yeah. you just said let's talk about this issue of uh, dignity in our public discourse specifically because I do uh, uh, partisans part of this aside and and certainly you know people listen to this show know where Stephen and I are at but I'm really fascinated by what you think may have caused this erosion that we are now facing to such a serious degree well uh, it, it's, it's part of the inf- infiltration into society to you know uh, just to demify uh, everything that's not righteous and holy and uh, they'll take any force to to get that in, uh, to, uh, to build people's sensitivity about stuff. As a kid, uh, I did some curses, football player, wrestler. Uh, we said stuff uh, that we shouldn't say, but when certain people were around, mom, dad, uh, the neighbors, you didn't say that kind of stuff, but now it's just an open uh, format for people to say or kids to say whatever they want to see, say uh, because they think they have the right. And I just don't think it's right, and we as believers have to step up to the plate and say heck to the no for all this mess. Howard, it's interesting that you said that, um, and I appreciate you letting us know that you're African-American because last week I had a discussion about something similar to this, and I, I got into a discussion with somebody about the use of swear words, and my mom always said to me when I was growing up, you know, if you use swear words, it shows a lack of vocabulary. And I actually said that in a philosophical sense in this discussion that involved an, an, another African-American who had just dropped an F-bomb in the conversation, and he said, that's about the most racist thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and I'm like, how did you get race out of me saying, let's not swear? That, it's, it's crazy. But I appreciate the call, Howard. Got to take a break. Coming back. Kevin McCullough had been when in 2006 he was the very first to predict the Obama presidency. I've got to say, I'm very amused when I start hearing comments about, well, the president needs to show more leadership on this. Let me tell you something. I've been here. Beer summits. I said we've got to get done, uh, get this done. And so there's no point in procrastinating. There's no point in putting it off. 76 rounds of golf. Eight weeks of vacation. 149 fundraisers. We are going to start having to cancel things and stay here until we get it done. Leaders at a certain point rise to the occasion. Leaders are going to leave. 